What up, beautiful people? Hello, beautiful people. Oh, the voice? Oh, yeah, this sounds different. It's not your normal host, is it? Yeah, I'm the captain now. George won't be coming to play with us today. But we got a great cast. Hi, family. Hello, beautiful people. Rich Martin's here. Rich, what up? Oh, yes. It's finally happened. The mutiny has finally happened. Ah, what a wonderful Monday. James, how you doing, man? <laughs> I am good, man. I'm, some may call it a mutiny, and some may say that George ran. But... <laughs> Because oh. George uh, has some very disparaging things to say about one of our our hosts, and um, she let him know to count his days, and he ran his mouth and ran his thumbs and everything else, and didn't show up to his own podcast. So that's a shame. That's a shame. Mm. Mm. That sure is a shame. Can we hey, add hey. this to the calendar of twenty twenty one? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, James, remember that time he did that impression of you when you went on the pod either? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Tonight's payback for George. Hey, Dom, what's happening? I see you over there, Dom. You good? Maintaining, can't call it. Living a dream, as you hear. (laughs) As the kids scream. Leave that all in. We're we're not taking any of that out. Leave that all in. Leave your mic (laughs) unmuted. So we can hear young A. Oh, no, no. This ain't what you want. Trust me. <laughs> this is like level one. So. <laughs> I think it's ironic that both of her children's names start with A because her nickname is double A. Yeah. I see what you did there. Uh-huh. I see what you did there. Look at that double entendre right there. Look at that. Yeah. Don't even ask them how. Isn't that Don't magical? <laughs> it's your legacy. That's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> legacy. <laughs> oh man. Y'all good though? Everybody all right? Uh, speaking of this? legacy, this will be George's legacy from here on out. <laughs> you you know when uh, Martin was running from Mad Dog? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when Mad Dog got out of jail? That's what this is right here. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What, what you mean? Out. I gotta, I gotta deal with Mad Dog. Oh yeah, I get out today. <laughs> well, he's always had some disparaging things to say about you, Corey. On you no, know, just I'm taking here, shots I'm, at I'm, you. I'm here to address that too, James. Don't you worry. George is waiting okay. in the waiting room right now. He, he's asking me to let him in, and I'm not. He's not going to be here this podcast. Sorry, George. You Let's had your go. whole little segment of George, uh, George about to go live on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you poke the bears george um you said you didn't want to talk about this last week but since you're not here i want to get these jokes off on the bonnet of righteousness and the camouflage breastplate all that great stuff yeah yeah we're not we don't have to address the actual thing we just talk about the silliness, the memes that have come out of uh, that particular situation. What are some of your faves? I, I, one of mine is when she's standing in her two-piece 
with the, in line with the Kings of Comedy, that thing took me out. <laughs> I didn't see none of those. Oh, took me oh, out. Man. Oh, man. I think the one that I saw that was funny was what she said. You see a breastplate. No, you see a, um, a bonnet. I see a, a helmet of salvation. Somebody said, shut up, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, man. That's, that's the only one that's saying, other than that, I, 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 stayed, I stayed clear from all that. <sighs> James, um, are you going to open <laughs> this podcast because if, if whatever face is leading it, it's going to be whatever. And I don't know. No, that's what it should no, be. No, no, no. I, I, I keep it respectful. It is, it is uh, George's platform. I'm not going to turn this into whatever face pod and have you guys cursing all up on his pod. I won't do that. At least not this time. Just tell I the world we curse this. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. Uh, one of the things that... Um, I've been thinking about this this week because of what happened in that situation. It made me think about you guys last week. You talking about uh, what makes you run away from a first date, what article of clothing. I want to kind of revisit that, but in a different light and ask what will make you like date scenario. What will make you either leave? How do you know the date is bad? And what do you do to get out of a bad date? You don't have to talk about currently. You can talk about the past and what you might have done. You don't got to give away to all your secrets. <clears throat> Dumb. But um, so I hear from you guys, which I think, whoa, or how hey, can you? De- <laughs> 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 how you determine a date is bad and how you get out of it? I'm still recovering from the stray I just caught. So y'all go ahead and go first. <laughs> How have you uh, gotten out of a bad date or when you knew it was bad? How'd you, how'd you maneuver out of it? Shoot, I'm trying to remember. It was so long ago. <laughs> um... I had a, while you guys are thinking, I had one of my homegirls this week, she was going on a blind date with somebody and she never met this gentleman. And her question to me was, well, if it gets bad, what do I do? And we were like joking around telling her, oh, well, just start texting randomly or wait for a real awkward long pause and be like, so this was fun. And she was more like confused at why he wanted to go out for dinner on a first date. Like that's a full two hours you got to commit. If we're going out for like a movie or games or something, we're distracted. But you want me to have dinner for two plus hours? That's that's a, that's that's a bit much for the first date. So we were giving her like bad advice, bad friend advice to get out of a date um, that she may not have. Wanted to be a part of, so that's where we are today. Trying to figure out how would you maneuver around a bad date? How do you know it's bad? You know what? I don't think I had a um, anything like that happen. 
No, nah, I've been um, stood up at the last minute and, you know, kind of had a backup plan. And what ended up happening was the girl who actually stood me up ended up calling me back later that night talking about I should have kept my plans with you. But I was already at the movies with somebody else. So that was like <laughs> sweet revenge. Like that's what you get. Wait, well, so you had to... You had the backup planned already, or was that a? a nah, it was that was like a, a spurt of the moment because it was like, you know how like just time you getting up close to the date and it's like, all right, what you doing? She mm. hit me with, oh, the plans change. I'm going to Jersey. I said, oh, cool. All right, <laughs> got on the phone, called somebody else, and it wasn't like that was my backup, but it was just like, hey, what you doing? I ain't doing nothing. All right then. You want to go to the movies? Bet. Went to the movies. I even told that person, I was like, I'm supposed to be on a date. She's like, why are you right there? I was like, stood me up with the jersey. She's like, oh, well, we watching this movie then. I was like, all right, bet. Watch the movie. She called while I was in the movie talking about, I should have kept, kept my plans with you. And I was like, oh, really? What happened? Oh, I drove all the way out here and he's not picking up. <laughs> okay. <Yee. laughs> Yeah, she's like, "What you doing?" Oh, oh, I'm nothing. I'm I'm chilling, and that was that. But when I tell you, um, <laughs> girl said, "Hey, did she just call you?" I said, "Yep." We cracked up in that movie theater. Like, what is she trying to rebound? I was like, "I don't know what she's trying to do, but it ain't happening tonight." So enjoy your little love time in Jersey. <laughs> so don't get your car stolen. <laughs> <laughs> That was it. Jeez. Sounds like a, a yeah, that's a lot. She stood you up. You got a, somebody right away and to go to the movie. Kudos to you. Because I don't know if uh, people would recover so quickly, or especially if it's last minute and you're telling me, oh, well, plans to change. But I respect, I respect the hustle and the gangster. James, you got something for me? Just trying to remember the last time I went on a date as a single person. That was, um, I think, Bill Clinton was president. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> I had one date with a girl. Her laugh sounded like an organ, Leslie. Wait, before before it turned. <laughs> <laughs> Where did just go? <laughs> yeah, and it made me itch. You know, one thing I like to do is is <laughs> to be humorous. I like to crack jokes. You know, um, and of course, <laughs> laughing is is key and vital. I once I found out her laugh was trash, I didn't say anything else funny for the rest of that dinner. Wait, bro. If, if well, let me say this. Let me be clear. I don't care how fine you are. If your laugh is trash, <laughs> you ugly to me. Well, wait a minute. If her voice sounded, if her laugh sounded like a Leslie, was her voice deep? No. That's crazy. How does he? How does one do that? It, it, it was. It was screeching awful. And I think there needs to be 
I don't know if we've ever talked about this ever. There needs to be a face to laugh ratio. Your your face and your laugh have to be equal parts beautiful. Uh, well, you 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 about to start something new then because I don't think I'm here. So what's up? <laughs> hey, Victor. What's up, Victor? Uh, Keep on calling him out. He's not here, Ronnie. Um, I took this. This is a hostile takeover just for you. What? You can say whatever you want. George is not here. Oh, I We're need him over. to be here. Wait, she, she came in with this. Hello, Victor. Yeah, yeah. He's he's what? not here. He's hiding Where from you. He? It's, it's like the, the episode of Martin when Mad Dog got out of jail and he was hiding. That's what this is. George is hiding from you. He, and you can let him know you can you can let him know that on his pod when he listens to this. Oh, so hi, the podcast of Hello Beautiful People. As many of you might have heard last episode, George, you know, was talking about my earrings on the strippers that were at my party that um, some of the team attended. So I just want to clarify some things. So while they had the mommy moments earrings on. They also were twerking with the Hello Beautiful People sweatshirts. And they turned the sweatshirts <laughs> into dresses. So if you're listening, if you listen, if you want a, dress, a sweatshirt that's comfortable that could be a dress, Hello Beautiful People is your place to be. They got everything. It's so comfortable. The midgets even told me that they went home and they had they had a little friend come over and was like, oh, this is nice material. But they just, they loved it. So don't worry about the earrings. Get the sweatshirt. Because it's still a little chilly outside. So you'll definitely need a sweatshirt before you need the earrings. I just want you guys to know that. (laughs) (laughs) They was twerking. That was twerking. I mean, when they were twerking, they were like facing like if we just sure so you could read it says hello, beautiful people. Oh. Like they're gonna they're gonna catch you from the back, but they want you to see the front. They want to advertise the hello beautiful oh. people sweatshirts and the t-shirts. I'm telling y'all. I mean, I want you to support my earrings, but them t-shirts. Oh. So Ronnie, you say Ronnie, you say they had hello beautiful people bonnets on, on as well? That- they did. They came in different colors and they were silk. Very good. They're good. The good satin type. They were very nice. Oh, I'm telling you, that's good quality stuff. Well, ain't nothing like well, a good all-inclusive sweatshirt, t-shirt, and bonnet. Listen, <laughs> you can get what you need from Hello Beautiful People. Mommy only comes beautiful. with earrings. Everybody's beautiful with Hello Beautiful People. <laughs> Everybody's beautiful. Everybody's beautiful. When you have one Hello Beautiful People shirt, even the bold legged midgets are beautiful with the shirt. Uh, <laughs> no, that's a lie. Cause he has some advertising on IG and there was some booger bags that had on some Hello Beautiful People gear. Well, they, got, like, they, I don't got, know. they got the bad bags. I don't know why he they asked them. The good one. <laughs> he, had one chick, he had one chick on there. Her mouth was like an organ. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> That's the one that George keeps in the in lockdown, and when he wants to try to bring it out, or have people like, okay, I'll just buy the shirt from you. Just just get out of my face. That's the. Oh, one. Th- I think her name was Latitha. Latitha, yeah, I think I remember her. Is that the one who had the one eye too? 
one eye oh and three rolls of God. teeth. Yeah, her. Yep. What is a one-eyed cyclops with a Hello Beautiful t-shirt? She, she got that she, she got that Shan hair like Captain Caveman. She no, she had her. What was it? Her her bonnet of righteousness or her helmet of salvation? Oh <laughs> she had her helmet of salvation on with her Hello Beautiful t-shirt and her sweatshirt that turned into a dress. Oh man, George, I am helping you get some business, man. No, that's, a chick he made a, that's a chick he made in 96 they keep talking about. Yeah. Rate us five stars. That's what he says, right? Rate us five stars. <laughs> Tell your friends. Share you know, Cor, like Cor, we don't have any witness to any of these exploits he's talking about that he had in 96. Yeah. Not one account. Not one. Mm. Not one. I think, it's, I think it's all these monkey face chicks that's, that's advertising his hella beautiful people gear. I think that's what it is. Because when you have hello beautiful people gear on, you're beautiful. Hello beautiful. There mm. you go. You yes. see how you, you see how you put a nice spin on that? I think it may it may make you less ugly, but it won't make you beautiful. <laughs> the bishop said it. I didn't say it. So this has officially become the beautiful whatever face mommy moments podcast. No, this is this is payback to George. He made fun of me. He made fun of James. He made fun of Ronnie when we all were not on the pod. This is payback. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what this is. Hey, mm-hmm. if you and when George finally combs his beard, one of them gonna pop out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, a visit with a hello, beautiful people. <laughs> with, a, with an HBP scully y'all. Oh, oh my! Uh, well, yeah, I just, George. I, I listen. I, I I just put him in a group chat to come out and play, Victor. Where you at? Listen, I know I, when I, he I, listens to this. Ooh. Oh, well, man. well, I, I don't support the running. That's what I don't. I don't support <laughs> you throwing the rocks and hiding your hands. That's what I don't support. Okay, mm. you can't, you can't be this big talker all week, George. And then when Ronnie comes out to play, you're not nowhere to be found. But no, he, can't but do he that. was talking cash, wasn't he in the chat? He was wasn't talking top-tier grade A cash. I, I said I said he she was gonna hurt him, and James said she was gonna hurt her bad. And <laughs> okay. He was adding gifts and memes and everything else. And mm-hmm. and and now okay, all right. Well, hello. <laughs> oh man! Well, I mean, and that, he said it so boldly because I mean, it, I mean, it wasn't even warranted. Like it wasn't even the subject matter of the show. We're closing out the show. We had a serious talk. You know, Talisa I was, was confused. There. I was confused. Dom was on the phone. I mean, she was. Dom wasn't there mentally, but she was present. <laughs> you know, at that time. And then he just snuck that in. I'm like, his sister is right here. What's wrong with you? And he took advantage of the fact that Dawn was tired. And I thought that was very disrespectful. So I just muted because I didn't want to be in the crosshairs. You know, so I wanted Veronica to know that I was not at all participating, nor was I laughing at all at what he said, because that was not me. So I muted. Nah, James did give that um, dude. Like, that was the first precursor to, hey, stop while you were here. Veronica, did you hear that? Did you? Did, I, um, I heard it. 
Listen, <laughs> listen. It was like if the car was driving and James was in the passenger seat, he just opened the door and rolled out. <laughs> like, nah. <laughs> While the car's going at 75 an hour. I, I was not, just... not, not 75 an hour. <laughs> I would rather uh, drink these street burns than get burned by by. And I was like, man, come on. What in the world, Joe? And he just kept going. And then after the call, after the show was over, he still was running with the joke. You didn't even hear what he said off the air, Veronica. Oh! Oh, dang. <laughs> dang. Oh. George Sixler looks like you got some splaining to do next time you I get mean, back up to I mean, I mean, sir, I, I need you to come on this podcast because I want to hear what you had to say. I don't think Veronica was gonna be leaving for a while. She did say she was gonna. I did say I was gonna dip punch George in the face and leave. But look like you're gonna be staying for a while. So you know. I mean. Well, well, Ronnie, since you since you're here, we are we're talking about how do you get out of bad dates and how do you know that they're bad. Rich said um, someone ditched him last minute and he had a backup plan, and James said he had someone that um, sound like a organ when she laughed and it was the least attractive thing that could have happened on his date. So how would you know you're on a bad date and how do you get out of it? I know when I'm on a bad date, when I'm in my phone constantly and I'm not even trying to engage a conversation and I get out and it's sad to say with my daughter. Oh, my daughter's calling me. I gotta go pick her up. My mom has her. I gotta go. You know, thank you so much. I had a great time. I gotta go. <laughs> or I'd be like, oh, let's go out to eat. Oh, I want to take you out. Oh, where do you want to go? Oh, we could go Friday. Yeah, nah. I don't have a babysitter. No one good at what my daughter is 12. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, no, that's okay. This is hilarious. Well, Ronnie, I hope nobody, show. I hope nobody you know that wants to date you is watching this show. Because <laughs> you can't use that joke anymore. <laughs> Oh, I can and I will. She, she's she's got nieces. Nephews. She got nieces and nephews now. She I, I sure do. And, I, and I got godkids. Hey. So either you accept that, or you're gonna hear me tell the truth. Like, yo, you're boring. Like, I don't. Could we just wrap this up? Like, it was really nice to for you to take me out, but I'm okay. I'm good. I'll catch you on social media. I love that. <laughs> Girls That's can get away with that. Guys can't. What you mean you can't? Guys can't be like, oh, well. Oh, all right. So let me ask you this question. This is for you and you and uh, Dom because I'll get Rich and James' take on this later. If you like a guy, like let's say you have a crush on a guy mm-hmm. and you get enough courage to ask him out on a date, do you pay if you ask him out? <laughs> uh. I don't know. I don't know. No, actually, no, I do know because I have asked. Um, no, I just, uh, if you don't have the ride, I can just come pick you up. You can pay for it. I mean, if we were to split it, that's fine. If you were to pay for it, I would do the um, tip. Or if you wanted to split it, that's fine. But I don't know. What if the bill Not comes and he gives it right to you? No, no, not your husband. Some, some joker you dating. What if he, the bill comes and he gives it right to you? You want my honest reaction? 
<laughs> You've been on a roll all night. Might as well keep going. I mean, I would probably like Rich can probably tell you. My sister and I have these very distinct facial expressions. Like mm-hmm. if we could, you could know what we're saying without us saying it. So I'd probably look at him and be like, "What are you doing, Nick? If you don't take this, why are you giving it to me? Take the bill." <laughs> What are we doing here? No, because then every day you're gonna feel upset. If I pay the bill, because you'd be like, "Oh, she, she got the pants on first. Relax, pay the bill. I am not up for debate. Pay the bill. I'm fine. <laughs> I bring you home, and that's it. I'm good. Dom, are you ready? Oh, somebody must be crying. One of them. I was saying, Dom probably can't hear you over the children. That's all right. We'll come back to Dom. Now, James and Rich, if you were in that same predicament, uh, your wife tells you she wants to take you out on a date. Um, You guys are very honorable men. I'm sure you're fitting the bill. But what happens? She asks you to go out on a date. Are you paying the bill? I mean, even if she's paying the bill, I'm still paying the bill. Right, that doesn't count because they're married. I'm the only one that's not yeah. married. So, it hello, really doesn't. It's, it's so, it doesn't count. You, you have no, yeah, you have no idea how hard it was to surprise my wife for her birthday because we <laughs> shared the same account and she checks that joint like every three hours. You know. <laughs> oh my gosh, I meant to ask you how her birthday was. Did, did she get a steam? My friend, somebody say steam. Somebody say Listen here. That was her birthday. Miss- I said he must have got her. He must have got her. Let me tell you something. <laughs> tell us. Yo. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Look. Okay. So, um, yeah, man. <laughs> Yo, wait a minute. We can stop right there. We can stop. I would right love there. to see your face Yo. right now. Yo. I would love to see your expression. Yo. Only, only dudes know that what that all that meant. He ain't said not a full sentence yet, yet we know what he's saying. He said, hey, there's a whole look. bunch of yeah, man. Uh, uh, yeah. Look, uh-huh. hey, man, listen. Uh-huh. Look, man. <laughs> he told you everything just now. <laughs> Yeah. That, hey. that took right, that right there. That shoot, man. So was, it, no, so was worth need, it. No need to elaborate. I, 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 I kind of got the picture. Hello, lights. And, Hello. And God, and God was praised. That's all that matters. And we thank him. How about that? And Hello, we thank him. These, these are on deck. They're on. He was called upon often. Um, you better go ahead, Bishop. Listen. Uh, you yeah. better get get what you need. Okay. Yeah, we both, this, both. This is everything, both but this is everything <laughs> but the hello, beautiful people podcast. This is oh, beautiful face. people. Oh, this, hello. This is mommy <laughs> moments. This is undefiled right now. <laughs> hello. This is undefiled. That's what it is. <laughs> Joy oh, unspeakable and full of glory. Amen. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, listen, I'm hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> what did it get? That means so, you have flashbacks. Have flashbacks. Oh, so what? Man. I, well, I, I can't say this. I can say this 
clearly in in in, in respect to George's show since he doesn't care about his own podcast i could still care about it um it was thursday and so i started on wednesday so wednesday was the spa day and yeah and so each part of thursday (laughs) gave her some some type of each part of thursday gave her some type of surprise so like when she got out anybody notice how how deep his voice just got yeah, the voice changed. It got deeper. Yeah. It got yeah. deeper yeah. normally. It brought him to a place of remembrance. Oh, that's what happened. I'll go ahead. Let's story time. Let's go. I mean, I don't <laughs> want to elaborate, you know, too much, but I, you know, each part of the day was something different, and um, whether whenever she went somewhere or I was out of her presence when she came back, there was something there waiting for us. Some kind of some little thing that was there that was just a combination of little things she got throughout the day. And um and then of course I arranged um, a birthday drive through parade for her with all the family and friends coming through and serenading her and giving her gifts and um and then we had like a 30 minute video with family and friends from across the country giving her love and well wishes and everything. And then I took her to her favorite seafood spot and um um, gave her a favorite dessert, got a coach purse, and uh, um, and then I was rewarded for my efforts. Um, Praise and, him. Um, yeah. And then Friday Praise and Saturday, him. we added to that with some more surprises before we went out of town on Saturday afternoon. We came back Sunday evening. And um, so it's been it's been a good, good couple of days around here. Really, really good. Really good. Very good. Let the glory of the Lord rise <laughs> so In the chat, I could tell you some things, uh, other things. Um, but, uh, found a new position, praise God. All right, all right. So, praise him. Um, post show. Praise him. Post, praise post him. show. Oh, my. Post show. Praise him. Post. Okay. Yeah. Post show. All right. Oh. Well, all right. Okay. Okay. Well, and God be praised. So yeah. my bad date experience. <laughs> <laughs> my my bad date experience. I was actually uh, the bad date. Um, you're very that's that's awfully man of you to to admit that. Did we lose? Yeah, I was the I was no, I was the bad date. Hold on one second. I'm I'm trying to see how I'm gonna work. So Corey is admitting that he so, was a bad day. No, I was. I was. Um, it was sort of like a riches. It was last minute. It was a Friday after work. It was summertime. And I had hit up this girl that I was uh, crushing on for a while. And I was like, yo, what are you doing? She said, oh, nothing. Um, I'm like, oh, you free? Yeah, let's, let's get up and go to a movie or something. Cool. So I went out to actually meet her. We went to Applebee's first. And... Um, there was some libations involved, I'll say, because we were just trying to kill time. And that was when Disney, uh, not Den- Denzel Washington was in a movie Flight. So we were like, yeah, let's go see this movie Flight. Um, I saw the opening credits and she was waking me up for the end credits because I had fell asleep on her in the movie theater. 
<laughs> to this day, I to this day I have not seen fight, and I still like she didn't call me back. She, like it wasn't planned. Like, yeah, I had mm. too much fun prior to the movie, and I got in the movie, and I took a nice little nap. That's great. So if you guys want to tell me how flight was, I'm more than happy to hear it. I'm oh, all it's a very good movie. Very good movie. <laughs> and ironically, it was funny that horrible. you're saying that because it's funny that you're saying that, though, Corey, because, you know, Denzel got drunk much in the movie. So it's the, it's the irony of that. I was, that I was getting into a character like Denzel. True to form. Literally. <laughs> okay, we're, we're quick, everybody. Um, this is in my family chat. Three favorite, top three favorite Denzel movies. Training Day, John Q, and Mo Better Blues. Well, he got his behind kicked in Mo Better Blues, boy. Sure did. Sure did. <laughs> sure did. Uh, top three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Training Day. Malcolm X. Um, dang. Trinity. Malcolm. And just because it was a, a different approach to how he did things. Uh, man on fire. Mm. Uh. I only have two. John Q and Equalizer. Man, he was killing people in that Equalizer boy. He was timing it. Right. Anybody that can shoot you with a nail gun when y'all all got semi-automatic weapons is a killer. And all he did was set the clock on his watch and then that was it. What's your top three, James? I was ironically, I would say flight. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't know nothing about that. Now, would you call? <laughs> um, he he was great in flight, though. Like seriously, um, I would say flight, Philadelphia, and Malcolm X. You know Philadelphia what I was so tough. It, that was I can, yo. You know what? Nah, I'm gonna stick with my three. But like, if you named any other movies, I probably wouldn't be mad. With the exception, it, uh, I, was, I was thinking Inside Man too. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, hold on. Do you remember Ricochet? Ricochet was good, bro. It was. <laughs> Ricochet was actually pretty dark. <laughs> that was good. I mean, it was grainy. But it was good. You, oh, you know what I'm leaving out? I'm, I can't believe it because I'm, I'm from Alabama. I can't believe I'm leaving this out. I, I mean, let me scrap one of them and let me put Crimson Tide in there. Mm. Oh, well, Crimson shoot, Tide okay. was dope. Veronica, you got you to see that one. Crimson what is it called? Tide Crimson Tide? Crimson, Crimson Tide. Tide. Okay. It's about him being the executive officer on the Navy ship. And it's, oof. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that was a tough movie. That was dude. I thought the name was dope. So 
<laughs> when you finally watch yeah. it, you like, first of all, you got a black man on the set. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, man. That, that was a smart movie. It challenged race relations, um, old school, new school. It was a lot in that one. It was a lot, man. Y'all, y'all need to check that out if you get a chance. Crimson Tide was dope. He's not here, but I'm going to give George's top three. Uh, I'm going to say, he oh. would say, he, George would say, Where George is would he? say, Preacher's Where is Wife. He? Uh, he got game. Thought he was Preach- in the- yeah, pre- that, this is what George would say. Preacher's Wife, he got came because George is flushy. And what else would George say? Uh, uh, yeah, let, let's go. Glory. Glory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you two at the same time. Glory. <laughs> Speak, speaking of glory, Veronica, that, hey, that last week when she came home from that stage. Man. I saw the glory of God. <laughs> That's perfect. I, I've never seen that happen or had that happen to me before. All, all, all I'm going to say about James is if there was ever a new Bible written, he is going to be in the Song of Songs. Oh, not, he's no, gonna, that's, his, that's his book. No he's, he's, he's writing it. Oh, my. He's, a, he, he's the only one that can say these things and we all get what they mean. There's a verse in the Song of Psalms that said her breasts were like the palms of a tree. <laughs> I, I can not. You look at that book differently now, don't you? Come on, huh? Jesus. Tell your neighbor, palms and palms. There we go. <laughs> what's, what's today? Palm Sunday. Hey, hey now. So glory. <laughs> I love that. Oh my god! I'm, I'm gonna move to Palm Springs in this piece. Oh, <laughs> oh you guys, that was great. Uh, okay, Veronica, what would be Dom's? Since you can't ask, what would be Dom's favorite Denzel movies? Just knowing your sister. Um, maybe John Q. The other ones I don't know because we both kind of have like different tastes in movies, mm. but there are some movies that we both like and some she seems that I haven't me. seen. Oh, here we go. Hello, oh, hey, hey guys. <laughs> you had you got to get the asylum back under control. <sighs> nope. Sort of. I got a patient on my hands, but. <laughs> Oh wait, what young Alex. We're, we're doing your top three Denzel movies, and then we're gonna ask you how you knew you were on a bad date and how you get out of it. But top three Denzel movies. Um, Training Day, obviously. Um, Malcolm X. And oh, I'm alright. Um, is it bad to walk away from your baby? I'm walking away. Yes. <laughs> I'm walking away. Um. What's the uh, train? What I say? Train day, Malcolm X, and John Q. There you go. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, sister said John Q. She said that. I see. I got. I got one right. And I figured training day too. 
but I didn't grab one right. Wait, what were yours, Ron? Um, I said John Q and Equalizer. She just gave. Oh us wait, two. it's supposed to be two. two. Oh my fault. Yeah, so, no, no, it's, it's supposed to be three. 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 Oh, oh, oh. Okay. I'm, I'm oh. that one. <laughs> oh wait, and what, wow. okay, what was the other question? <laughs> don't even you worry about the other day? question. Yeah, yeah you, don't you even got, worry about that one. Can. Yeah, just tend to what you need to tend to. I don't even worry about that question. Yeah, right. we're here. Come on back. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> all right, give me a second. I'll punch back in. <laughs> it's all good. You turn your paper in when you're ready. I almost feel like I want to drop Man on Fire and put American Gangster, but. Bro, I forgot about American Gangster. Yo, Denzel did a lot of movies, dog. And no, he's got he's got some hits. He's he's there, got there's some classics. no wrong answers here. Like there's no, no. you know what I mean? Like all because every movie that has been said is dope. And all right, you know what all I mean? Right, so let's do this. What's 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 his worst movie? If there is one. Oof. Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> These oohs. Because you got to really think about it. Um, and Little it, Things it, was bad. I forgot he did that. Who? People, what is it called? People, what? Little Things. Yep. That was recent. Yeah. Never heard of it. That was bad? It wasn't. It wasn't. Tell the truth, the devil. How can I? How can I say it? It was. It wasn't. Once you figured out what the movie was about, you're like, really? But the the acting itself was good. It's like three really good actors took a script that was bad and said, let's just be great in the movie, even though the script itself is not good. So he wasn't bad. Neither were the other two main actors. They were all great. It's just once you figured out what the movie was about and you go, really, man? And that's why. Yeah. Oh, so it's like Carmelo playing for the Knicks. Carmella Come on, don't not, do that. Even, wow. Wow. Don't do that. Wow. I'm not even a Knicks fan, but that hurt me. You know, it was like it was like Jay-Z and R. Kelly doing that second best of both worlds. Like, <laughs> like see, see, see. <laughs> Sorry, like, did we learn from the first one? Like, I'm, I'm not. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not. I'm not putting that on Jay. You get what I'm saying? Nope. So, Denzel is Jay in this scenario. Yep. You did your part. You came and you you showed up. You did what you were supposed to. Do. Yeah. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, I don't think he really even had a dud. I mean, you you know, maybe y'all maybe y'all think so. I don't know. Virtuosity wasn't that great. What was that? That he was in that movie? Sure was. Oh, with the train? No, that was Pelham One Two Three. Oh, okay. Virtuosity is the joint. Uh, came out in '95. Um, him, uh, Russell Crowe were in it. It's about him. I'm looking at the breakdown on IMDb. Uh, former cop was been in prison for murdering the psychopath who killed his family. Uh, is recruited to test out a new virtual reality program. Where the goal is to apprehend a computer-generated being called Sid Six Seven, who has been modeled on hundreds of deranged criminals. When Sid manages to escape into the real world, 
Barnes must capture or destroy him before the soulless entity can go on a killing spree. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> you better read. read. That right. you, you better read that off you, the Rotten Tomatoes. Listen, yes. right, yes. right. Yes. <laughs> and you made the movie sound right too. So, yeah, that, that's... so on a percentage <laughs> on a percentage scale, Denzel is probably about a good ninety five percent good movies, about five percent bad. I think he has a high percentage of good movies. Yeah, very high. Which is which is very hard to do for some people. You know. But speaking of reading, did you guys realize how uh, how George mucked up his reading last week? I, I, you know, like when they ask you to read in church and they don't test you out before you read, and then you get up and sound like um, you didn't complete fifth grade. That's how George mm-hmm. read last week when he was reading his uh, the names of that story. See, here's the problem. George is nearsighted, but he wears farsighted glasses. Oh my God, that was great! Oh, that, that that has to be a serious headache right there. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's because the hair loss. You just got your eyes that wide open for nothing. Just... <laughs> no, so he says right, hello, be- Yeah, that's the reason why I named this album "Hello Beautiful People" because he can't see them. <laughs> That's why ain't no faces on that cover. He case. <laughs> Yo, George about to do this podcast by himself next week. <laughs> oh my! I'll be stored up for this one, y'all. You said love is love. Love is love. <laughs> ain't got no faces on the cover. She can't see them. Near-sided, but got far-sided glasses. My lord, today. Yes. John Cena is his favorite wrestler. Because <laughs> you can't what? see him. For those that don't get that, you can't, for those that don't get that wrestling reference, you can't see John Cena. You see, he does the hand motion. You can't. I got your back, James. Don't worry. How many, fingers, how many fingers I got up? <laughs> <laughs> George, you're getting this work tonight, buddy. Oh, yes. Roll them. Roll them. <laughs> How disappointed oh. are y'all um, when your favorite actor or favorite artist puts out something that is not up to par? Like, do you justify it or do you go like, okay, that was trash? You mean like uh, Magna Carta, Holy Grail? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That must have been around your heart because you you shot out quick with that one. That's because the the build up with the producers and like like you can only buy it on the sprint if you like the build up. And I thought they for sure they were gonna kill that album. And what happened? They let Ruben next to it, and he everything he touched post Def Jam has turned to trash. So. Magna Carta, yeah, that's that's my 
Man, I wish you would kept that. Ronnie. Yes, I'm here. Favorite artist, and what's the worst album for your favorite artist? Um, I don't really have a favorite artist. I mean, there's an album trying to remember it that I would listen to but I would skip some of the songs because I was like this is not a whole good album um you might have to come back because I, I just I can't think of one right now okay what you got Rich well I will say this <laughs> yep I sorry sorry <laughs> If, a, if there's a song that I like and I'll listen, my sister can attest, if a, it's a song that I like, I play it in heavy rotation. But I get so disappointed when I hear the song and I'm like, oh, this is going to be adult music video. They're going to do it like this. And then when I see the video, I'm like, this doesn't match with the song. Now nah, I don't like the song. Now nah, I don't want to hear the song again because it's just stupid. The video is stupid. You should never did it. <laughs> Yeah, fresh disappointment in your voice right now. Cause I just, I've seen videos that then I'm like, this song is so dope, and then I'm the video. I'm like, yo, like, oh, that's like, I got. Oh, this don't okay, match the energy that I'm giving in my car to this song, this video. Like, what? What? No. Okay, hold on to that because that that makes me think of another question though. Okay, so I will back to what I was saying. Um, oh, Rich, you got something? My bad. Now nah, you go ahead. I'm still thinking. So, I would it, in genres of music. My favorite, my favorite in the gospel genre of music is Kirk Franklin. Okay, that Kingdom Come soundtrack was a coaster for me. <laughs> yeah, what was on the Kingdom Come soundtrack? I'm trying to remember. Um... That was heavy trash, bro. Now that's the album where you there's they had maybe three good songs, but it's not like a whole sit through album. Ugh. I took it out of my listen. Like my I dad sure bought the that album and made and played it on Saturdays when my sister and I would clean the house. That's punishment. And he <laughs> had the soundtrack. That that is punishment because that album, I'm telling you. Them so oh, the kingdom it's come bad. out. Was yes, it was. Don't don't listen to it. I mean, the thank you song with Mary Mary that was cool, but <laughs> it was just not good. And I tried. I I literally tried. I was like, okay, I'm gonna like five of these songs. Yes, Lord. Yes, I am. And it didn't happen. It didn't happen. So. Yeah, that's it for me. I was very disappointed. Speaking about disappointments, uh, and since we're talking about music right quick, I know George would do this if he were up here. Uh, versus, you guys excited about any of the new uh, lineup that they have? Yes, you, Lord, I am. And who do you that's think WB. the rematch is? Okay, nope. let, me, let me say this because it's coming up first and I may be the old. No, I'm not the oldest, but I am old. So it's all good. This Sunday? Earth, Wind, and Fire versus the Osley Brothers? Oh, that's Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's grown folk season. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for this, okay? 
we're talking about some of the baby making the songs in the world. You know what I mean? The, just, just, oh, this is going to be great. Earth, Wind, and Fire by themselves could have done one. But then you add the Isley Brothers to it, who I don't think gets enough credit for their musicianship because they were ice cold. But them together, like, oh, my God. That is literally as a as a writer, um, whenever I need to get into a a good arranging place, there are three artists that I look to or listen to just trying to get my my mojo going. D'Angelo, Men Condition, and Earth One Fire. Like I always go to those three. And today I was listening to Earth One Fire. Like, and what they would do, Corey, they didn't they didn't record like we record now where you got pro tools and you can edit, you can copy and paste or come back or single out tracks where, you know, you're doing the keys right here or the drums right here. They recorded everybody all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Every time. Did you hear uh, and, Ron, um, Ron, as soon as it uh, told them about it, he got everybody together and started practicing. Like he got on a plane to get everybody together so they can start practicing for this versus. Wow. Yeah, they're taking it serious. Well, at least they are. It's going to be some stuff Sunday, man. (laughs) It's going to be some stuff. We're talking about two of the best bands ever. I think Earth One Fire is the best band ever. But the Osney Brothers got some smoke. Okay. And part of that part of that was used on Thursday night. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Ronnie, you said you're excited about SWV. Yeah, boy. I am. Oh, y'all don't got can, the bishop going. Ronnie, can I ask you a question? Do yes. you think uh, SWV or Escape can get the 20 songs? I'm not saying that to be disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, like 20 hits? Yes. They're going to have to figure out the candies catalog. No. <laughs> the songs she wrote. Thank you. They got to do other people's songs. Right? No, yeah, I don't think they. I don't think they. I don't think they have twenty hits. I think the hits that they have are amazing, and they're in heavy rotation. But I don't think, I don't think a lot of the, their songs are in motion pictures, as if like the Isaac Brothers or Earth Wind and Fire. So Listen. I don't. I don't. Mm-mm. What's, what's that album they had that had all the features on it that was really good? They're going to have to play that whole album. Who, oh, SWV? <laughs> yeah, the one where they had Red Man and... Um... Uh, Release Some Tension. Yeah, they're going to have to play that whole album. Hey, that album was fire, though. That was, that, that's that what I'm saying. It's like, that album was... Because like, that one they had before that was trash. Yes. And then this one came out, what? Did it, did it come out in the same year, James? Release of Tension um, came out, what was that, 98? 97, 98? No, 97. Yeah, so I have a little, a little story to tell as far as like when you guys are naming songs. Um, Remember the episode we had, we were talking about being church kids? Mm-hmm. My sister yes. and I grew up KW. Mm-hmm. And um, my sister and I grew up KW. And we didn't really listen to R&B. I went to a friend's house one day just to hang out with her. This is usually how it happens. 
She played. I think it was a Biggie Smalls tape. Faith Evans. And Faith Evans. There's a Faith Evans tape. And she said, here, you can have it. You can have it. I said, oh, thank you. And I was like, oh, this is I like this. I came home, played it for my sister, and that was it. To this day. Which Faith album? I don't even remember. It was a tape. I don't even remember which one. I just remember it was Faith Evans. Well, my sister remembered it was Faith Evans. And to this day, my mom says, you're the reason why you guys are corrupted. (laughs) You should have never went to that girl's house. If you didn't know her house, you would have never knew who these people were. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. All right, so you just led me to a question, Ronnie. Being that we all are, uh, grew up in the church, what's the one secular artist you could not listen, like you loved, but couldn't listen to in your house because just respecting your parents? Hmm. Nick, which, what? <laughs> I don't know. Like you, lo- you can listen to it outside your house, but you wouldn't play it inside. You wouldn't dare play it inside your house. Prince. Okay. I don't know. I, I need to sort of help me. It was remember. Prince for me. This man had an album. He was butt naked on the horse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Mine was Biggie Smalls. I, I didn't have that issue. Like my mom no, was no, nah, my mom was like, like, listen, and this this is where I think like I'm glad I she did it. My my first record ever that I can remember was Earth Wind and Fire. So anything after that, it was like, oh, it's fair game. Like I didn't really hear like church music, church music like that until we came back to church, and that was like it had been like ten years for my mom. So by the time I heard church music, I couldn't stand it. I'm like, why are these people talking so long on this song? Like, what? <laughs> like, it felt like I was at testimony service again, and then like, we would hear Shirley Caesar. Like, I couldn't, I could not stand it. It took to like John P. Key and um, has to kind of bring me back, and like, you know, then I started hearing everybody else, and then brought me back to like the Hawkins and all of them. But initially, nah. Nah, so my, I, pa- my parents I think, were I think, too. I think NWA was like the song that I couldn't listen to in the house because it was just too much. Yeah, see, my parents were lenient and let us listen to like basically everything. But I remember uh, it's funny that Ronnie said Biggie because I remember when I first heard a Biggie Small song, I said, "Oh, I can't play this in my house." And more specifically, Machine Gun Funk. I'm like, "Yeah, I probably uh, <laughs> as much as my parents let me listen to." outside music as they like they would they called it yeah i just can't uh play biggie in the house and be cool with it i can play with it in my my headphones but no it won't be coming through the speakers no nah, crazy enough my mom like air b rock kim and um kumo d and she wasn't really like a rap person like that so it was we was lit at the house so but in the, I think NWA was like the line, like, oh no, nah, y'all, y'all niggas, y'all niggas ain't saying nothing. Y'all is just <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all just said, well, what's the first thing come to your mind? Uh, okay, cool. Now they here. So I think with, with me and my sister, we just knew to sneak this stuff because um they weren't going for it anyway. 
and you we already knew what the line was. At least with my mom. Like my dad, you know, you know, he wasn't pretending to be saved around here. So, you know, with riding riding with him was listen to anything that he wanted to listen to. Mm. But um and that's where I got my old soul stuff because he was always riding with the 70s stuff, reggae stuff. So I'm seven years old listening to Peter Tosh and and Bob Marley, <laughs> you know, on cassettes. You know what I mean? Uh, Buju Baton. I'm listening to all of them. But he would also give me Grover Washington Jr. and Najee and Kenny G. So he got the jazz stuff, but then he'd have Al Green and Gil <laughs> and Scott Heron and all this other stuff. And that's why I came in Earth, Wind & Fire. So, like, my old school stuff, I got that from dad, but mom was mom was church, you know, and that was it. So when we came, started listening to R&B, hip-hop stuff, and we just automatically knew, hey, don't turn this on around mom. <laughs> like, that's, that's not, it's not going down. Like, it's not even her. She, she doesn't even know who a lot of those artists were that came in the 80s and 90s because, you know, you know, we never played it around the house. It was just one of those things. So when she would catch us doing it, um, you know, we'd have to play it off by go listen to the commission or something. But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was it was uh I, for for us though it wasn't the music it was the movies. Uh, it was, okay. it was, yeah, yeah, it was the movies. One of the worst experiences I ever had in my doggone life was when I was 14 and I requested to see Jungle Fever. <laughs> yo, yo, James, I promise you, I think anybody in our age bracket has seen a, a Spike Lee movie when they were young and they wasn't supposed to. <laughs> Bro, because one thing about Spike in them early days, there's going to be some sex. Like that it was just, it, 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 it just was like, but I didn't know how far they were going to go with the jungle fever situation. And I didn't know first scene off the top. Now, did your parents try to block your going. eyes? Did they try to block so your I eyes? I ran into the kitchen. I, I ran into the kitchen. <laughs> oh, wait, you was home when you watched that? <laughs> yes, it was on. We didn't watch it when the movie came out. We didn't go to the theater. We rented it from Blockbuster. Because they didn't know. They hadn't heard any reviews about it. So for my 14th birthday, I wanted to see Jungle Fever. First scene, Wesley Snipes blowing his wife back out. And I'm like, what in the... Whoa, whoa, whoa. I ran into the kitchen, bro. Yeah. Who wants to watch a sex scene with their parents? Like, what, what is this? This is... <laughs> So you want to laugh, James? So we, my mom had took me to the movies and we thinking we watching a black film. I'm like, cool, black people in it. Check out an Afro, cool. First Spike Lee movie I ever seen in the theater. She got to have it. Well, the, the title told you, Rich. We didn't know what no. it was. <laughs> it's 1986. Mm. What do I know about she gotta have it in 1986? I don't know nothing. <laughs> that was that was soft porn. Nigga, I was like, and you thinking like, oh maybe it's gonna be one scene. No, it's throughout the whole movie. Mm -mm. Oh, the whole movie, because she's gotta have it. 
Yo, <laughs> trying to tell you. We thought maybe like I don't know what my mom was thinking. She's probably thinking like, oh, it's a Spike Lee movie. He black. <laughs> no, no. That was first scene. First scene. I mean, and it was like it had to be like five, six. And that was his first movie, movie, too, right? Yeah, that was his first movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I was like, Good Lord. <laughs> All I could hear, my mother, my mother was uncomfortable that whole movie. I'll never forget. <laughs> But she let you watch the whole thing. That's the man. That that sounds so dope. It sounds like your mom was really, really, really <laughs> cool. Yo, yo, Corey, I kid you not. <laughs> when I think about it, my mom was cool. She let me listen to music. She let me play late, and she took me to my first movie where it had booty in it. So yeah, <laughs> shout out, mom. <laughs> Uh, this is great. <laughs> she gave me balance, y'all. She gave me balance. Uh, that's what I don't understand because I don't yeah, understand yeah. because George's mom raised him in holiness, and look how he turned out. I'm just trying to figure out. <laughs> well, 96 George, right? That's the one you're talking about? Because not this new uh-huh. George. This new George. Uh-huh. He's fleshy. Mm. Still. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm, I'm gonna say this before I dip out because I gotta work in the morning. If George pops on this podcast, I'm gonna make sure my phone's on loud. Somebody text me privately because <laughs> <laughs> he, he ain't gonna sit here and not be here to get this, this rebuke. This Ronnie got a hit on him and didn't shoot. If George don't come back. That means Ronnie gonna have more time to get these jokes in. Ronnie, please, by all means, keep your guns loaded because when he's back next week, let him have it again. Just reload and shoot again. Oh, I promise you I will. Yeah, shoot again. <laughs> I will. Can I ask you something before you leave? Huh? Can I ask you something before you leave? Uh-huh. All right. So you already mentioned the music part, but I'm going to address this to everybody. Out of your parents' kids, who was uh, the one that they had to watch out for? And who was the one that got all of the whippings? I would say both of them was Veronica and Veronica. Yeah. <laughs> I could have answered that for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I could have answered that I for was, you. I was, I was... Yeah, that was a bad kid. I don't understand. She was for no reason. Just for no reason. Nuts. I hear you, Abby. I hear you, honey. I love how Dom just pops up when she needs to. (laughs) Perfectly timed, if you ask me. James, which one of your siblings? Who was the one that got the beatings? Who was the one they had to look out for? I'm the one that got the majority of the beatings there. Yeah, so you older or younger? Middle child, right here. Oh, a yeah. middle child. See, um, I'm four, four years younger than my sister. Yeah, I'm four years younger than my sister, nine years older than my brother. And um, it was a terrible place to be. <laughs> I just so yeah, I'm the one that caught it. I also slapped my dad once. Yep, you, yep, yeah, sounds about right. And um, easily the worst night of my. Um, adolescent life. 
because he fought me like a grown man and then whooped me like a child. It was it was <laughs> it was rough. Rich, I was you like, the only belt, dad, not these fists. Good God, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you punching me in the face? Rich, you uh, but, uh, you yeah. got any siblings? Yeah, I'm the oldest, actually. I got a bro. <laughs> this is funny. Ten days younger than me, and I, the rest of my immediate siblings are we're seven years apart. So I would have to say both of my younger brothers, but for different reasons. Um, my youngest brother, like James, is the middle child in our family, so it was just like. I ain't saying James is, but my brother was a little devious. And when that, when that nigga got quiet, you really had to go check him, see what he did. <laughs> like, when I started getting back into my cologne game, I remember I came downstairs to my room and I smelled it in the air. I'm like, somebody just sprayed my cologne. <laughs> and I know it was him. And I went to him, I was like, yo, you spray my cologne? No, like I can't smell it on it. I'm like, oh, you just want to it lies straight to my face. Like, first of all, we know we know you don't know how to use it because you overspray because it's <laughs> filling up the room downstairs. And now you sit here walking through the house, trailing it, and you talk about no, you didn't do it. All right, nigga. <laughs> and my other brother, the one I'm ten days older than, we just mirror opposites. That that dude just got into stuff like the nigga been to jail multiple times got shot twice so yeah that's the one you really really had to watch out of them too so. see i'm i'm the middle now but i was the youngest of me and my brother growing up and my brother was the one that got all the whoopings for dumb stuff like all right so james and rich i'm, I'm just gonna Lay this out to you. We went to a school that my parents were teachers in. My brother decided he didn't want to do homework as if the teachers wouldn't walk down the hall and just tell my mother, hey, your son's not doing his homework. Like, I never understood why that never just registered in his brain. Like, And so I would watch him get beat and I'd be like, well, I'm not going to do that. But on the flip side, I was a child. My parents knew they had to watch. My brother got the beatings, but he was the one like he didn't push the envelope. He didn't uh, he didn't make them sweat. I had to make my parents earn their stripes a little bit. So my parents knew like if they ever went out, uh, went out on vacation or something, somebody had to be in the house with me, and my brother, because if not, it would have been house party every single time they left <laughs> if it was me. That's crazy. <laughs> I I had a I had a guts to do that. I had a guts to like throw a party or anything when I left, like when my parents left. Oh no. See, I had the guts, but I didn't have the room to do so because they knew better. <laughs> my parents knew. Yeah, that this nigga's the one that's gonna be off the hinges. We need to uh Keep him close by. So, Melissa. Uh, well, 
So we just gonna automatically assume George was the problem child out of him and his brother. All right, cool. Moving on. Then then was the angel. George, that George, yes. He's the one. <laughs> he's the problem child. And no one can tell me different. So James, are we in full agreement that George was the problem child out of the brothers? Wait, do you know Vendell, James? Yes, I know Vendell. Okay. Yes. Oh, I love Vendell. I pray for Vendell often. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, Vendell loves the Lord. He really does. Amen. And, and Kawhi and, and, Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> With Vendell and George, it's like, it's the old um, saying, like, you can grow up in the same house and have two totally perspectives, and then you have it. Vendella George. You got now one. Who Go ahead. And I said, that's the truth. I, w- I was agreeing with you. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was agreeing with you. Um, Vendell still knows the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> what you saying, George? George hug his harp on the tree. (laughs) 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 Oh man. man. (laughs) He still knows him. (laughs) Oh, so one can only assume that. Um George, if you're listening, uh, we are praying for you. We are yet praying for you that your soul um makes it into heaven. Because apparently you don't know the Lord like your brother does. So, um, yeah, these, these are the last days. We don't want you to be lost. So, yeah, George needs that all night prayer. He he needs that. Uh, he needs that all night at the altar. Say Jesus to you, foaming at the mouth. Nigga. He needs that type of prayer. That's what George needs. But before we get out of here, I do want to ask you guys one last thing about. Um, just the, the verses and how they're doing things. And I, I brought it up jokingly about if they can get the 20 hits. Do you think we're going to have to have them adjust the number depending on who they ask to come up to do verses? Or are we going to force people to try to keep people's attention with 20 records? I hope they adjust it for certain people because, like you said, it's if they ain't got 20 hits, you're going to force us to listen to some track on that uh, album that we probably don't even remember, let alone if we even bought it. So, um, yeah, they might have to. And then I don't know, it might, it might actually work if it makes you reminisce about a song like, oh, I remember that song. That song wasn't half bad. Was it a hit? Probably not. But, you know, probably liked it nonetheless, so. Yeah, I think that's what they're counting on. I think they're counting on artists to have a catalog of good music where people can say, hey, I didn't know. Hey, that song was probably kind of cool. When did that come out? Oh, that was on that album? That was a good song, too. And so that goes into the presentation aspect now. Now, I don't know if they have an A&R type person on staff for these verses that helps them 
you know, pull the catalog together or how to present their list and things of that nature, because I really do believe that some of those, those artists would need help if they did that, you know, especially those who don't have the type of acclaim, like Erica Badu could get away with that. Like she did some, a couple of hers and her verses though. I, was like, I, I don't remember this song. Let me go back and listen to it. Yeah. And that, you know, that was good, you know, um, but I don't know if we're that interested in an escape that we would go back. You know what I mean? Um, and, and maybe those are overstated. Or maybe those, those are so we're in for some surprises. But we can listen to their catalog and say, oh, that song, was, it wasn't a hit. But that was pretty cool. And maybe they have a cool story behind it or something that, that makes it a little more palatable, relevant. So when you've got those those B slides, that's what I'm calling them, where, you know, they're not the major artists, they're going to need that more so than uh, D'Angelo, you know, who can, it doesn't matter what song he puts out or presents that, I got a relationship with all of them. Those are fire. You know what I mean? So, but I like it though. I mean, let's, let's put as many people who are willing or up um, because there's a generational folks that, that have forgotten like music didn't start in 2003. You know what I mean? <laughs> so wait, does Escape have more than one album? Jesus, I, I think they got a couple. I don't know. Yeah, even I can only tell you four Escape songs. The, the last album they had um, renamed because one of the girls said she she wouldn't be a part of it, so they couldn't call it Escape, so they had to call it something else. But I think they got about That's three albums. I think Escape has about three albums. Oh, so this this might not be a good versus then. You might be rehashing old wounds. Might not. <laughs> Remember this song right here? Yeah, that's when you left. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think like a for artists like um artists that have the catalog and you really can't match them up against anybody. Um, I think they should do what they did with D'Angelo and that's an appreciation. But you take somebody like Dr. Dre and have young Dre, like or NWA to uh NWA Death Row Dre and the second half aftermath Dre. And you can just run like people like that where the catalog is crazy and you can go through different time zones and be like, oh that's crazy. Or this is dope or there's growth because in that vein you got one artist, and in that format, you're getting nothing but hits. Yeah. Wait, quick question. I don't know why that's popped in my head. Joe, if he did a versus, who would he go against, or would it be the same thing like he'd be doing it by himself? No, Joe, uh, Maxwell. Okay. Or, um, yeah, I would say Maxwell. Okay. Cause I'm like, that's one of the, that's actually one of the ones I actually want to see. Like just, just my own personal, like I want to see Joe, but I didn't know who I want to put him against Tank. I didn't want to, you know, do something like that. But like, I was trying to figure out who, but Maxwell fits for me. That's, that'll work. That'll work. Well, why everybody? Okay. Is T.I. ever going to get into a versus? No. Nah. <laughs> nah. No. Nah, he he ducked that one with Buster, so 
think everybody else might be booked. <laughs> and then and then fifty ducked him. And that was that was corny on 50's part because 50 has at least 30, 40 joints he could play uh when you include G unit and all that other stuff. I was more scared for the, the 50 TI than the Buster TI. Not to say that Buster's a slouch, but it's like Buster got hits that people forget about because they don't pay attention to him. And 50 got hits people remember because they grew up in high school or they were just starting college and like like he has those records. Yeah. So TI not taking that that fifth that, that would have been a dope battle, but it is what it is, man. But it's the presentation aspect too. Buster would have presented his joints and that element in a way that would have made you because remember he's 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 a performer, sir. Yeah. So yeah, he would have in that live element. He would have brought Spliff out there. That would have been over. Yep. Like, yeah, you right. Like, or, or if you had a chance to like play his play his music with his videos, because his videos is like movies. And Ti definitely can't stand in front of that that video scene with Buster because that is that was just like like the nigga had um, George was it Georgia Bill Duke in one of his videos? Um, James Bill Duke. Bill Duke <laughs> did a whole uh, lethal weapon um um joint to it, man. Come on, yeah, Buster would have probably won that because he had more memorable visuals on top of records that I don't think Ti like could could probably overcome in that moment. We should have had it. Should have been Tip and Luda. That's yeah. what it should have been. Yeah. 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 Now who would have won that? Well, I'm a looter dude. We so. pick a winner. Yeah, I'm a looter dude, so I, I'm biased. But that's what, trust me, from where I'm from, that's what we would have won. I, I think I think Tip lasted longer as far as being more relatable to today's generation. But um, yes. whereas, you know, Luda went to movies more so. And when he came back out of it, it didn't really come back to the music like it, it should have been. Mm-hmm. But you take his first five albums, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that would be fun. I'll say this about Luda, and I didn't know when it became a thing, but my homegirl said um, Method Man and Ludacris to her had the best voices in rap. Well, like one of the best voices, like you hear them, not so much what they rapping, but just how they sound when they rap. It's like, it'll draw you into what they're saying, but it's like that voice is gonna catch you first. Yeah. She said, she said Luda, cause Luda, Luda can hit you with so many inflections and then she be like, all right, I get it, I get it. And then same thing with Meth, Meth voice was just like. Yeah. Ross is like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mace yeah, too. Rick Russell. You said I'm Mace? Saying fun- I'm not saying it to be funny. Mace, yeah. When you listen to Harlem World and that that 90 style, like Puff's, Puff's imprint, Mace, if you just hear his voice, if you, you're talking about like just voices for rap, Mace. 
I would put him in that category. But you know what's funny though, even since you bring up Mace, I I, I will always love Murder Mace better than Mace when he got with Puff. Murder Mace was crazy, 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 crazy. And and you and you, Corey, you should know about Murder Mace. Murder Mace is the person that uh, Fifty was trying to get after he became a pastor and wanted to leave Bad Boy. That's the <laughs> that's the Mace that Fifty wanted was Murder Mace when him and Cam was uh, on the scene and he was looking for a deal. That's the Mace that Fifty was trying to get. But yeah, I would I would say him. Only thing I'm mad about with these verses, as opposed to having Red and Meth go against each other. I would have loved to see them do like a a URL thing where they it was a tag team and they go against somebody else. Ooh, who would that be? Yeah. I'm only saying this because of the duo, but Ghost and Ray against Red and Meth. Because you're talking about duos that when you hear them, you know, oh, yeah, all right. these two definitely go. Not to say that those two need to match up, but I'm saying like, when you think of iconic duos, those are perfect as opposed to having them going against each other. I ain't going to lie. For me, that would have been so much fun because that, that Ray and Ghost um, um, versus was actually fun. Then you add Red and Meth to the mix, which is more fun. So it's like, I don't know. It might have been... It, 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 <laughs> It would have been it would have been an overload, but it would have been a good overload for me because I'd have been like, yeah, come oh. on. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just would have loved to see Wu Tang just by themselves. Yeah, see, uh, that's another uh, that's another group. That's another group. You can get twenty by themselves. <laughs> I, I really thought all of them were going to show up um, Saturday. I mean, you know, when it when it, the verses is going, I thought they were all going to show up because a, a few of them, of course, ODB couldn't. But I thought the rest were going to come out and then they just all do like some of those collabo songs together. That would have been, been crazy. Are, they, are they still cool like that? Most of them? I don't know. Because last I heard, you guy was just not, not messing with anybody. It's just, well, he's always been like the forgotten one anyway. But um, I thought I, the I, meth, I, meth wasn't there. Nope. Uh -oh. That was strange. Let me ask y'all, how would y'all um how would y'all explain Wu Tang to somebody who's just coming into hip hop and doesn't know um or hasn't heard of Wu Tang? How would you describe a breakdown Wu Tang to somebody new to rap? I wouldn't. <laughs> you have to listen to this. That's fair. I mean, they, they, they were different, man. They brought something totally different to the game. Um, I was listening to that versus man and listening to these songs. I'm like, man, these were some rapping dudes, man. Good God. And nobody talks about when they talk about the goats and all of that. N name me five dudes that could get into a cypher with the woo. 
and rap their way out. You know what I'm saying? Like they, <laughs> whether you could understand <laughs> what they were saying or not, you know what I'm saying? When they, these dudes are putting words together and just hitting you, blow, 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 song after song, like woof. You, you know how much pressure that is to be in a crew like that. I would. I think the only crew, if they hadn't broke up, that probably would have been able to go toe to toe with the Woo. Would have been. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong. Would have been uh, the Death Squad before they broke up. Mm. Like, like mm. I'm talking about. I'm talking about not not by not just Keith Murray, Red and Matt, but I mean Red and um Eric. I'm talking about the other ones where you throw Dies Effects, you throw K Solo and all of them in there. Like, this is like before EP and them break EP and them break up. I would mm, I I would say Marl and Red would pick up the slack who was lacking so they could hang in the room. But I would say Dungeon Family though. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah 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 you got something with the dungeon family right there bro yeah the dungeon family was oh all right for real Ooh. for real for real last question for real for real <laughs> <laughs> now you from new york you always got last questions and then <laughs> preacher yeah you got seven closings yeah <laughs> I, I promise you, I'm all, I'm almost done. I, Ten more minutes. <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta. Go. <laughs> if what one rap album would you say someone needs to have heard before you take their musical advice or their musical takes? One rap album. If you didn't hear this album, I'm not listening to you. Pimple Butterfly. Okay. See, shoot, the first time I heard a rap album was Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Don't push me. You gotta hear that. One. You gotta hear that one. I mean, that's a record. We were talking about the whole album, though. The whole uh, album. I don't know about a whole album, but like a whole album. What'd you say, James? I said Kendrick to Pimp a Butterfly. To the Pippa Butterfly. Um, I'm I'm probably gonna go um because he's my favorite Red Man. What the album? Okay, I'm gonna go uh early '90s West Coast doggy style. Pause. Yeah. Applicable. But yeah. if 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 you haven't heard that album and saw like what it did as a debut for hip hop, then we probably don't need to talk hip hop. Nah. You and that, I. I, that that I, that Snoop album was banking everywhere. At least top five all time. Yo, that was that was like uh one of our joints before we warmed up and played. In high school, like somebody would throw that on. I don't know why, <laughs> but it was like, "Hey, we over here all the way on the East Coast." And I mean, we as East Coast as it gets, <laughs> like just from just reason. But it's like we was bumping Snoop Dogg. Like that nigga was from New York. Yeah, 
I, I would add to that. I would add to, and I still stand by the Kendrick record, but um, Illmatic probably should be there too. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That Illmatic was, was that was a, that was a good, that junk was unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was, it was, dog, like, you know how, you, like, you just bringing that up brought, made it nostalgia for me because I could just remember walking to school, listening to it. Like, we always had to pass this hospital right before we got to our high school. And I remember, like, just going through my tapes and all of a sudden I get the, I get the Illmatic. I was like, yo, what is this? And I just remember rocking to it. Because I'm like, the bell don't rung. I was supposed to have been inside a minute ago and I'm still outside listening to it. I got lost, yo. That's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, Illmatic. Gentlemen, I thank you. Ladies, I also thank you. Uh, appreciate you all. Um, not for George, but for the sake of the podcast and listeners. I do thank you all. It's been real fun being in this position on this show um, with people that I'm familiar with on so many different, so many weeks. We've come together. As a family, we we break bread on this here pod, toss stuff. And I, I I would just like to say that Corey's a prophet. He said one day he would take over this show, and he did. He <laughs> <laughs> completely. <laughs> <laughs> you turned into that angry deacon that won't let nobody in the church. <laughs> Don't let him in. No, it's offering time. No, you can't come in. No. But uh. As always, stay beautiful. Um, doesn't mean because you have the hoodie that's going to make you beautiful, as James let us know earlier. But, you wonderful listeners, you stay beautiful. We'll be back here next week. We're out of here. <laughs>